some audience. Go watch that little bitch. <laughs> watch that little bitch. What's that? You getting mad? I'm getting rich. You getting mad? Say it. I'm getting rich. I'm getting rich. Nice, nice. <laughs> is that one of your new favorite songs? It is. It's called Two Chains. You Watch love that. Two Chains. Two Chains is pretty cool as far as rap music right now. Remember we saw that that picture frame in the like store. Oh, we were walking by this frame <laughs> store and they had a display outside. <laughs> it is so funny because I did it. I was walking by, I did a double take of just like this picture of black guy with braids and the thing and like stock photo. And then I go back and look and it's a picture of two chains. <laughs> and next to it is like a family photo. Right. And then like it is these stupid frame, like stupid stock, stock photography. And it's like stock photography, stock photography. <laughs> Two chains. Stock photography. <laughs> Wait, that's two chains. The rapper. Why I feel was like, he in a I don't know. It was like a picture stationary store. It was. It was like a stationary picture frame yeah. store. And it was in their display and they're like on the other side of the glass window. It's like they didn't even know. Like, whoever <laughs> Where'd they get that picture though? No knowledge it looked of like a superposed stock photo picture of him of him yeah it was probably yeah it was probably like some whatever photo shoot it was but hilarious yeah, and he wasn't he didn't have like he wasn't in a car or like a lamborghini or like no. jewelry it's just like him like looking chains. directly yeah and here's two chains <laughs> we can make you look like two chains <laughs> come to our frame store and you too will look like two chains yeah that was pretty funny by this frame it's two chains his favorite so hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah, they're all getting mad while we we're getting rich. Yep. You getting mad? <laughs> say, I getting. Rich. I getting rich. Watch you don't let me bitch. say it. Well, you got your two. You got to be right there. Right? You right, getting right. mad? I getting rich. Nice. <laughs> I getting rich. Watch that little bitch. Well, uh, yeah, the holiday weekend had a lot of box office stuff going on. I guess um, the movie theater. Uh, going audience boosted it up by 12% from last year, which is so kind of surprising. Yeah. It, is up. it usually goes down every year. It's been going down steadily. I mean, the summer box office was down sharply. It was and, way down, right? Yeah. A lot of stuff didn't connect this summer. Mm-hmm. Terminator, there's a bunch of misses. There were a bunch of misses. Magic Mike part oh, two. Yeah. There's a bunch of movies that just didn't live up to expectations. Well, but summer. that seems to be the th- I mean, so obviously People the ones out, that man. made it big were mocking jay part two boo boo uh creed creed made a lot of money made right 40 million this weekend it's pretty good man which is good i mean and that had a lot to do with the fact that rotten tomatoes gave it like a 96 yeah, it has or a something high, a high really score. high cinema score yeah and from uh critics. the dinosaur movie from pixar pixar it made money but it didn't really do pixar numbers it did 55 million Oh, really? For the weekend. I think Inside Out did way more than something like that. Possibly. That was also summer. I mean, yeah. summer tends to do more numbers. But Pixar does numbers. Yeah. Man. They're like the money train. They're the fucking you know, money Money factory. train. They just pull it in, rake yeah, it Yeah, I mean, in. Mockingjay did like 78, 75.8 million, which, and then worldwide total of 440 million. That's insane. Yeah, that those movies are such shit. <laughs> you just hated the, most the last one. Experience. It's each one just gets worse too. Yeah. At least the first one, there was actual Hunger Games. That was oh right. Oh, I mean, I guess in the second, the second one, one, there was too. It was kind of whack. It was like, oh yeah, I it saw gets, this last movie. And yeah, it sucked then. It sucked <laughs> then, and it sucks now. Yep. And so does fucking the stupid names. That stupid fucking universe. Peta. Peta and like. What's her name? Katniss. Cabrin. And, Cat- uh, Cabbage. What's her stupid sister's name? Garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking That's trash. That's not her name. Oh, eat shit. Eat Hunger shit, Games. shit. Hunger Games. Hungry for shit. I would like to see Creed, actually, because, I, I, you know, is it a story that's tired? I don't know. I guess not. Everyone wants to People see it again. People didn't seem to think. I think it was like enough of a reinvention of the original story, even though Apollo Creed never had a son spoke of in any of the like prior Well, and movies. he's like his bastard son. Yeah. Yeah. He's like bastard son. Right. But it's interesting because he, they kind of pulled a Mad Max Fury Road with this, which is kind of a pattern that would seemingly work with franchises like this because Mad Max Fury Road was arguably 
one of the best action movies in a millions of years and, and, and yeah. one of the best films of the year. And that they really created a standalone film with that as a franchise, as a franchise it, a player, part, as a part of a franchise. Yeah, yeah. That's important. I think, especially now it's, there's so like everyone's so burned out by the re franchising and the rebranding. I think you like, if you're going to do it, you got to just make it its own thing. Like, yeah, use the name if you have mm-hmm. to, to get people in the seats, fucking use the themes and whatever the fuck. Right. But just make it something. Give us something new, new. to a point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just something new, for God's sakes. It's weird yeah. that we just stopped creatively making things after like 1989 or something. Yeah. It's so weird. Like, when did we stop as a culture and be like, okay, everything new, everything that's been done that's good it stops here. Yep. And from now on, we're just going to remake <laughs> all that shit from here on out for the next 20, 30, 40, 100 years. We're just going to take all of the good ideas from this like 20 year, 40 year yeah. block and then just remake them forever like why did we stop making stuff it's like once they made star wars you know and indiana jones and jaws and shit everyone's like that's the greatest we'll ever get with create like movies and cinema and original ideas yeah and we'll wait 10 15 years and just make it again like that's fucking insane to me it's true and it's upsetting it makes you think like is there no more good ideas can no one make another (laughs) star wars can no not that they should not that they necessarily could just because that is the standalone thing as like right. one of the greatest original ideas. But at the same time, what the fuck is going on? You know yeah. what I mean? And did you hear Disney's going to make another Star Wars movie every year forever? Yes, they said? that's insane. It's upsetting. It just completely takes away from the power of, of the story. Of story. Yeah, of the, of the trilogy, the yeah. tale, the trilogy. Oversaturation. Oversaturation. And it's all CGI. It's going to, it's going to, I'm mad. I'm You're fuck mad. That shit. I know. You're like, you don't even want to go see Star Wars. I don't want to see it. This Star Wars. I'm over it. Well, we're seeing it. Well, yeah. Yeah, we're seeing it. See, that's the thing. I don't even want to see it. Yeah. We're going to go see it. It's too Disney. You go to the, there's a Disney store. It's all Star Wars and and Avengers. You walk by the the mall and shit. When it walked in there, it's all Disney. Disney owns everything. I don't even want to, it takes all the fun out of it. It's true. I mean, and as someone who literally grew up and in the era when it came out and was the target audience for it when it came out, I mean, you know, it's it's fascinating to me to see how Star Wars has bridged so many different generations and yeah, like will forever and will forever. But it's also yeah, it is kind of sad. I mean, when the when one, two, and three came out and they were horrible, yeah, it that was a bummer. That was kind of the end of I it. I remember for me. when I saw it at, at like eleven or twelve, not liking it. Then I was like, "Who the fuck is this kid?" Oh, so you saw those, the new ones, yeah. At 11 I or mean, 12. but I yeah. saw the originals like first because that's what your parents show you, right? Because it's like it's age appropriate for most yeah. kids, and it's like fantastical. Mm-hmm. So I'd seen those because when I was a kid, they did the re-releases, the like digital re-releases Boo. with like dugongs in the background, yes. that, like Star Wars or uh, South Park rips on. It's like we always wanted to have like a dugongs in the background of Tatooine but we couldn't afford it but now we went back and it's just a stupid thing well and thing. they put Jabba in the first movie and he's yeah, not in it that stupid scene where he's like talking to Jabba and oh, steps on his tail and Jabba's like and it's just horrible yeah and then they did the prequels after that so right. I got the whole like I had all the fucking stupid action figures I had Greedo yeah and all the unnecessary shit have just, you ever seen the unpure the yeah. pure originals I saw the pure originals on VHS in you Saudi did. Arabia because okay. okay. we had everything was a, a reprinted copy on VHS in uh, Saudi Arabia okay. and it's, it was all printed off a laser disc because it was like this whole Ooh. bootleg system in Saudi Arabia where you'd buy movies and it would just be a blank tape mm-hmm. with the label of like big trouble in little china or aliens or predator and it was everything was just copied off a laser disc oh, okay. and it was all this like underground bootleg system because you couldn't bring <laughs> in rated r movies into the country or they would oh. confiscate them it music my mom would buy a janet jackson album uh-huh. and they would go through the cd notes and like take a sharpie and scribble out all of her like her in a bathing suit really cover out her arms and her legs and her cleavage any That's like hilarious. album Paula Abdul, like all those old music anything that was a woman wow. showing more than her eyes or like, wow. or like basically like go yeah, with the well, sharpie and color that shit in man that's crazy one time we bought this giant like crocodile log bench from mm. bali we were in bali my parents bought it and they took it back to saudi arabia and the customs guys wanted to saw it open <gasps> 
because they thought there was like cocaine inside. And my parents, did they saw it open? No, they didn't. Like, I don't know how they stopped them. It's a beautiful bench. My dad still has it in uh, his house, and he's like, "When you know, you get this when I die." You know, he like wants cool. to give it to me. It is really cool. It's like a hand carved from Bali, wow. but they were going to saw it open for drugs. That's crazy. Yeah, it's nuts, man. That's what they would do there. But I'm sure that's a the thing. Customs yeah. there is insane. You can't get away with anything. God. They would sit and watch all the movies you'd bring back. And if really? Any, yeah, man. That's why I was all bootleg. That's hilarious. It's hilarious. Every every garage had its own distillery. <laughs> My dad would make his own alcohol in the garage. Wow. Guys would blow up their homes because really? they were like, doing it themselves. Yes, yes. You got to write a book about your I will write a book. I'll not write only a... that, but that and your experiences living in the hood in Detroit. Yeah, that was you a whole other life. You got a lot like, to life. tell, yeah, I got a whole my lot. friend. Yeah, people make their own drugs. In there. <laughs> well, so, I mean, there's a lot of movies coming out. Uh, this... oh, what about Frankenstein Tank? Oh, Frankenstein Tank. No one even cared. But, you know, we talked about that. And I felt sort of marginally sad because we saw them at this, at Comic-Con. In we June, were at July? their panel. In June? And July? I like those guys. James McAvoy and um daniel ratcliffe, daniel ratcliffe. i and they came out and they gave I a good interview them as actors tremendously yeah. and james mcavoy was there people. for both movies he was there yeah. for uh what's the name x-men, x-men and Apocalypse. the frankenstein movie so he was busy that day yeah and we got to see the whole thing from beginning to end from start to finish all those actors come parading out we have some cool videos on our their website little talks you know the biggest actors of all yeah Hugh jackman and michael fassbender they were all there man they were all there Get with us but so those Get guys with- those guys were there and they promoted it early on and then yeah, and they showed a clip and they it showed looked a okay. clip it looked, it looked campy it looked campy but the too thing too much cgi yeah definitely too much cgi for this story it but like it's van like van helsing remember the stupid movie van oh, helsing oh which was terrible yeah and it looks yeah. like that like the crummy cgi yeah it like, does look like that yeah but it, it, I mean, it's it's Thanksgiving weekend. Why you? Well, who you want? Who Nobody wants, wants to see, see Frankenstein? Frankenstein on Thanksgiving weekend. They no. want to see Creed. They want to see Pixar. Yeah, of course you want to see a Rocky story. Yeah. It's a great it's American, an American tale, uplifting, inspiring, uplifting. Yeah, and there's some on. badass moments. It's a good. And then for the kids, they go see Pixar. And then Hunger Games is a sure thing, you know, because yeah, they always yeah. release it at the end of the year. And then they've got this fucking lonely st- Frankenstein. I know it like, was doomed to fail. It's a Frankenstein. What is it doing here? Hey, it's a Frankenstein. Oh, Frankenstein. <laughs> it's all Frankenstein. <laughs> Except nobody went to see this Frankenstein. No. Nobody yeah. wanted to. Who wants to see Frankenstein nobody. after they have their Thanksgiving dinner? Nobody. 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 Come on. That we was not Halloween. their fault. That was the fault of the studio for putting it out at this Why date. Why would you not release it for Halloween? Is it not ready? It was ready in yeah. June. Like, whose fucking idea was that? I don't know. It's a bad idea. It and it got bad reviews. Out in October. And it got a shit Rotten Tomatoes. Maybe they somehow in their weird... Like thought process thought that it was Oscar contender worthy. No, I don't know. I mean, the no. studios are so fucking stupid. Oscar contender for what? Best picture? The, no, maybe McAvoy and Daniel Radcliffe. Who knows? No. I don't know. Fuck they no. they have no clue what they're doing in terms of blind. anything anymore. It's kind of ridiculous. You guys got to watch Death of Superman Lives too. Oh the yeah. Documentary. I don't know if we've talked about that on, about that on here yet. We did talk about it. Did we already talk about it? We talked it? Oh. about it when we before we saw it did talking we? a while ago. When, you know when we talked about it when we did the uh, Atari. The Atari. Oh, the, the review of the, the Atari review game. of the Atari the game movie. Game. Yeah. yeah. That movie's awesome, man. They go deep into the concept art. Just looking at it, everyone was so quick to fucking diss on that movie right. and dog that movie out. Because it, it was like this legend of this movie, this myth of like failed Hollywood behind the, the scenes s- stuff. The superhero, the, super- the Superman movie with was, Nick Cage. It was called Superman Lives. It was going to be directed by Tim Burton, star Nick Cage. Yep. And it was going to be Kevin Spacey as Lex Luthor is who they wanted. Right. They wanted Sandra Bullock as Lois Lane. They wanted- That would have uh, been good. Chris Rock as Jimmy Olsen. Chris Rock already had gotten the call- Mm-hmm. And Kevin Smith talks about it because Kevin Smith was directing Dogma at the same time. And he says Chris Rock came on the set like, guess who's playing Jimmy Olsen, motherfucker? Because well, Kevin Smith wrote the original script for this, right? Well, he wrote the first draft. Okay. And it went through like four different scripts. You know, Kevin Smith got canned when mm-hmm. Tim Burton was brought on. The crazy producer guy who did all of the Star Wars with the, and uh, uh, he was Barbara Streisand's hairdresser. Yeah, Peter uh, Goober. No. Uh, Michael John John Peters. Peters. John Peters. Yeah, John Peters and Peter Goobers. I get them yeah. confused. John Peters. John yeah. Peter. And the guy guy is like the super like crazy alpha dickhead, but also Big time producer from Huge the 80s. Producer. Yeah. And he started as a hairdresser. Yeah, he was Barbershop's like, hair. Go and like put the 
artists, like the concept artists, and headlocks and arm bars and shit. What? And he'd bring his children into these rooms, these sort of bullpens where they're like sketching out all these ideas of what Brainiac's going to look like. And they, had, and they were cool sketches. Oh, and they they build like concept models of like Brainiac's um, spaceship, which is like sort of this giant moving skull. Yeah. And then the eye sockets are like the freaking like viewports for his like little minions that are looking right. at controlling the ship. And Brainiac is like he has this sort of cryo body mm. that his head would detach from and be walking on these like eight legs like right, a spider. Right, like a spider. That looked cool. It's a lot of and it. And the idea of Brainiac and in Doomsday. the film was cool. And Doomsday oh, was right. going to be in it. And there's supposed to be this giant like end fighting sequence. Mm-hmm. And Tim Burton sketched out all these different ideas of what the the Doomsday's body and like would be shaped like. Mm-hmm. And it was a bunch of like these different heads and as like superman's fighting him the heads turn into lois lane and and you know uh, what's the dude's name that runs the daily planet uh the perry 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 white White. yeah it's perry white's face and it's his mom's face so it's like as he's fighting doomsday and like they're changing and morphing it like the thing you know when they get absorbed into one another yeah 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 yeah. and they kept referencing john carpenter and they had all these practical effects they always reference all the guys who do any kind of horror anything walking dead nicotero references him yeah all the og guys reference john carpenter every single time no matter what you know he's he's like original og yeah man and score all that shit everybody does no matter what level you're at in the effects or movie making you're you're probably like yeah john carpenter influenced me in some way or another but yeah the 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 um just the failure of the movie all the concept suits that they made for Mm -hmm. these different because he dies they literally have him die and then he's like regenerated brought back to life and then we're talking about superman right and then goes on to fight and beat doomsday and brainiac and there's like this sort of living sort of bio uh mechanical suit Mm -hmm. that sort of absorbs him and it started out as like his pet sort of like teddy bear robot oh, right. that's yeah, in the I space that. lodge yeah. when he lands and, and creates a fortress of solitude so it's sort of like his uh what's what character could you liken it to sort of like like his guy on his shoulder yeah. that sort of guides him and trains him and shows him his powers and you know and, and then that literally becomes his suit and like regenerates him and they show these suit designs where they're putting in these fiber optics underneath these plastic molds mm-hmm. and they're building it to fit Nicolas cage like a fucking glove right and they're having these yeah. lights and they sequence the lights you know like how uh christmas houses and christmas lights they have these patterns and they uh-huh. flicker on and off and they did that inside the suit and they had to make model after model so after cool. model after model of these suits and but fit so them much right. money yeah think about all of the money that goes in that R&D. wasted wasted and all of the like screen testing it and how does it look how does it reflect all yeah, the different yeah they did designs. so much with it you gotta see it i recommend anyone it's, it's on, on netflix and it's this or, dude is it on no netflix? it's not on netflix it's on showtime okay, right now currently on showtime but you can buy it if you want to buy it and it'll probably be on netflix at the after it runs on showtime and it's this dude that fucking i've met a few times john schnepp mm-hmm. or schneep i think it's schnepp and he, he's like some like nerd journalist or i don't even know he's done and a bunch he, of different shit he did this film and he took it on and he interviews everyone he interviews tim burton everyone except nicholas cage yeah why didn't he get interviewed for it? they do have clips of him though from they have a lot of like yeah. test footage of nicholas cage in the suits and in like you know trying on what clark kent what would clark kent wear what yeah would he dress like? sore subject for him, maybe i don't know maybe probably. he's still mad about it probably tim burton's still mad he is still mad they showed him at clear. the end he's still mad about it, not it making that film made. yeah yeah and it looked fucking cool and they've never made a uh, cool. Superman like that again. Like Superman Returns was super like throwback, nostalgic, kind of hokey. The Superman. Returns. Although I would still argue, with the exception of some pieces of it, it's still a better rounded movie than Man of Steel. I don't know about that. But yeah, it definitely I mean, got, a, it got a higher score by Man critics. of Steel was just sort of disappointing. <laughs> like so was so was Superman Returns. Uh, but in a different way i think i expected a lot more from man of steel than i did from superman returns well superman returns is is much more true to the original story well they talk about how it's like a nostalgic trip yeah that brian singer made and he yeah. said he, he you know what brian singer would do he carried this binder and it was like his freaking key key guide of stuff that like no one was ever allowed to have and inside that binder was a picture of Nicolas cage in the suit and it's really? this really shit 
Polaroid picture with his like eyes half open and his hair is all long and gross and it's just like a shitty photo. And he's like every time someone would argue with him about what they were doing with the Superman Returns, he'd be like, "You guys wanted to make this Superman. Oh, Don't what forget, a dick. yeah, it's a super dick move. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that was his move. big thing. Like remember this? Yeah, well, I'm not doing well. That. And that actually would have been way cooler. Oh my god, this, if you go and look at the concept, you can always say like what would have been is always cooler than right because who knows if it would have made any money. I mean, it sounds a little risky for a box office well they talk about the budget they talk about because yeah. they show all of these failures from Warner Brothers in the 90s. They uh-huh. had this giant summer. They made Steel Oh, I remember with Shaq, that. Yeah. And they made Mad City with John Travolta and Dustin Hoffman. And it's None just of these movies Tarzan. you'll remember. There's this Tarzan <laughs> yeah. movie that I didn't even remember. It came out in like 98. It's like, why? It was like a live action Tarzan. Yeah. Fail, fail, fail. Yeah. And they said, at first they had to scale down the, the budget where like there was supposed to be this, this giant fight between Superman and Brainiac that went through like 14 buildings destroyed. And they're like, okay, that fight's going to have to stay in this one floor of this one building in the basement mm-hmm. you know like scaling 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 back until eventually there's like yeah we, we're not gonna do yeah. it yeah <laughs> it's incredible and Col- colleen atwood was the costume designer who's an oscar winning costume designer yeah tim burton from multiple Edward Scissor- oscar winning hands and you know yeah he brought in all of these heavy hitting people and like oh yeah that thing like going to the bullpen john peters would bring his kids in because he's like yeah. this thing kids are always honest like you when you're paying everyone they just tell you like what you want to hear right so, so you bring in your kids and they'll, they'll give you an honest opinion and then they interview the artist about the mm-hmm. same incident they're like yeah and then these kids would come in and they wouldn't even look at us or say hello and they'd be like i like that that one sucks that one's cool this one's gross uh, like yeah. yeah you know and they're, like they're running around touching like, shit what? knocking shit over and then he puts you in a headlock because he's like dick. i've been in 500 fights it's like who is this guy yeah who is this oh it sounds like a disaster yeah it was that's a but it's an interesting film it's it's an interesting documentary so check that out um we we're going to mention some of the uh upcoming movies but i think we should get to that at the end and go right to our walking dead mid-season finale recap Mid-season finale recap. Yeah. A lot of stuff sort of half happens. <laughs> sort of kind of happens, but not really. You have I've... to wait till February to see what happens. Yeah. Well, Typical Walking Dead fair. Yeah. Mid-season I... finale always sucks balls. Does it? Doesn't it? No. It doesn't? I feel I like it's always like the giant cliffhanger. Yeah, it's always the giant, giant cliffhanger. giant fucking cliffhanger up my butt. Yep. Get this cliffhanger out of my butt. Please. Please. And thanks. Yeah. I mean, okay. I mean, there was some definite, there were some things that kind of made me go, oh, I call bullshit on this. And I don't usually do that on the show, but because I'm usually captivated by the acting and the stories. But, but there's some stuff. There's but some not a lot. Stuff. No, not really a lot. But so, okay. So we saw from last week that Walker's break through the gate. There's a breach. The tower falls. It crashes. It smashes the barricade. Walkers come in and fucking waves, waves and yeah. waves. And everyone's all stunned and running in all directions and trying to find shelter and hide from the walkers and the Yeah, hordes. they run into the houses. Yeah, they run into their houses. And they all get split up into different little groups. Of course, groups. they love to do that. Yeah, which happens in the comics. Which, okay. And then Rick is kind of on his own fighting, and then Deanna and comes out and starts shooting. And people in the chest. Yeah, shooting walkers I know. in the chest. And it's funny because Tova Felgshu was on Talking Dead, the actor play, the actor Deanna. Deanna, and she's such a pro. And she was talking about how they took her to a gun range to teach her, and here she is, like, shooting this little older woman, shooting. She's called a lady pop, gun. Pop, yeah, lady she, gun. she's that that was funny yeah and it's true because but she's got this valiant effort going on to try to help but she gets hurt yeah she falls on like a saw blade yeah and she's hurt and then we find out later she is bit yes we find that out later but, but what you said about the her making the plans is always like it's like oh her yeah signing we said that last week i was like i have a feeling that she's gone in this episode and i was right because she's making the plans showing them future whenever they well, get into future yeah, talk anytime dead. someone has like big plans for the future then i'm gonna find a nice little piece of land up in yeah. the mountains and have a baby and a herd of goats they're dead. <laughs> They're like dead. I know. <laughs> Eaten by goats. <laughs> no. So, I mean, they're all kind of frantically going into houses. And meanwhile, yep. we don't know where Abraham, Sasha, and Daryl are. Yep. Glenn is outside the wall with stupid Enid, who's stupid still Enid. being teenage angst. Yeah. It's like, party like, of one. don't have time to freaking, yeah, baby you. Yeah. 
issues, man. You have teenage issues in the apocalypse. Yeah, get over it. Get over it, Avril. And Maggie barely gets up onto a ledge on the on the wall she's yeah she's stranded yeah and she barely made it the ladder breaks or the rope snaps and she turns sideways and she's pulling up for dear life she gets up there and then there's this giant like like small horde underneath her pretty big small horde horde. (laughs) but and then later on in the episode glenn spots her and sees that she's hanging out there and doesn't know what to do with you know to help her that's very near the end of the episode well and then there's a sequence where they go you go flash to Merritt weaver who's the doctor in the de facto doctor and last we saw her she was going to help morgan out with this stupid wolf that pet that he has his pet wolf (laughs) and and, uh it's her with the pet wolf yep and he's being, he's like basically saying, I'll kill everyone still. You know, he's still mm-hmm. doing the same party line. And she's like, why can't you change? Yeah, you don't have to do this. Yeah. And, and he's. And then they have a conversation, which basically gets her to be like, let me see your wound. Yeah. And that was like, don't do it. But don't, yeah, help him. Morgan ends up in there. And then Carol. Well, and, Cor- oh, Morgan Carol and Carol and Morgan are, are together. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happens first. We should say it's like Carol and Morgan together by themselves in like a garage. And then it's Rosita and Tara and Eugene together in another garage right. of a home. And there's like, you see all the walker hands up against the garage. Mm-hmm. Like they're right on top of them. And then it's Rick and his Ma- girlfriend. Girl, girlfriend. The two kids, Carl, Michonne, and dying Judith. Deanna, Judith. Yeah. And I think that's it. And they're. And- and you know carl's uh the kid was the last time we saw him he was walking pat behind him with with a a gun gun. a loaded gun he stole the bullets yeah and that comes to fruition because they go into it it was almost like a scene it it like reminded me the scream scene when rose mcgowan goes in to get the beer out of the freezer and And then then she what's his name face or whatever his name is yeah and um because it was like a room like they go in the door gets locked and then he comes at him with a gun he tries to kill carl basically but they i mean he's foiled by the fact that the walkers are basically breaking through no because he breaks he breaks one of the glass panels like a dickhead in this little side door of the garage and the walkers sort of just sort of break down the door yeah and then they're coming in and then they're fight him and carl are fighting and then rick comes in like what's going on and carl's like oh we were just trying to keep the walkers out like he doesn't he, lie. Say, he doesn't he tell him that the son just tried to kill him yeah tried to kill him i don't know why himself. he didn't do that he's trying to handle it on his own mm-hmm. but he did because then there's a scene later where he walks into he's like oh, come on i'm gonna help you and he goes into his room with him he closes the door and he pulls a gun on carl him and says give me your gun kid yeah and he gets name. the gun Gets and, a gun from the kid, but the, but he, and then he basically says, "I know, I get it. My dad killed your dad, but you should also know your dad was an asshole." And that your was a little bit like too, or he didn't even say that. He just said, "You should know your dad was an asshole." Oh, wow. and it's like that's what you're going to say to him. Like, yeah. yeah, he was an asshole, but you could have yeah. said something a little. I know you're a teenager with limited vocabulary and something. articulation, but. Um, limited emotional yeah don't forget like you know what's a thing that like he hasn't gone to school they haven't gone to school in they years. haven't gone to school he hasn't like gone to school since no he he's there's no learning there's no more school so he's learning they had that sort of school that carol was doing at the prison yeah that was a little bit but that was like lived. really she was teaching him how to shoot guns and stabs with <laughs> knives which is stuff. important information absolutely though. but they're not learning anything in terms of academic studies they haven't survival absolutely so that happened and then uh you know the walkers start get diana's dying diana's dying whatever the fuck and uh the walkers are starting to break in the house Mm -hmm. and we've got sam the younger kid who's kind of freako oh gabriel's in there too and rick still hates him but he's kind of like i'm not gonna trust i'm gonna do the right thing now he's like okay and they uh the walkers start breaking in and they from have the garage, to, yeah. yeah, from the garage, they, they put like a, a and, couch in the stairway, but that's yeah. not going to hold them. But then, uh, then there's another, uh, they start coming in from the old window that they, Rick and right. what's the name went through. And oh, so right. They're coming in through there and from the garage right. now. 
And so they're, yeah, they're barricading stuff and it's just not going to work. No. And so they're like forced to go upstairs. There's actually some that even Max Brooks cites in the zombie survival guide is like zombies can't do stairs. Right. They'll probably pile up on each other. They don't have like the faculties to climb upstairs. Yeah. So if that does happen, going upstairs is a temporarily safe place to right. be. Especially if you can barricade it with like that couch that yeah. they did. And so that was actually a pretty smart thing to do. Yeah. Considering your circumstances, you don't have a lot of options. You know, yeah, so they, they had go, no options. They have no options. They go up the stairs and they're stuck up there basically. Mm-hmm. And then they cut back again to like Morgan and Carol and uh, they're in the garage and Carol like she has, we think she has a concussion or something like that. And then she kind of passes out she and comes to though, she comes to a Morgan, like goes around the corner. He puts his stick down. And I, the minute he did that, I'm like, she's going to take that stick and run Whoa. off. Why are you putting your get stick the, down? Get the thing done. And she did. He yep. goes back. He's like, Carol. And she's gone. Yep. And he chases her too. He's, but she's about to kill the wolf. She has her knife, yep. her trench knife, and she's about to f- stick him. And he's tied up. And Merritt Weaver's like, "No, don't, don't kill him." Like, well, you know what they didn't explain. Are, so are, are they in the same facility where the wolf is? I guess they're. They, that's where they end up going because they were both out in the street together when the walkers came so they just went back but in the there building there's like a second entrance because remember tara and eugene and rosita come into that basement yeah and then the wolf goes out through the front right door right right and had brought him in initially so it's like a second yeah logistics there. were a little sketchy in well, this it, episode it's not really made clear yeah the layout of these houses because it looked like a townhouse or like a mm-hmm. sort of brownstone section of the right town and that's where the wolf was in the basement of. But they come in through. It's like they were on the top level of this right. house. They go down to the bay. Maybe that's where they were the whole time. Who yeah, knows? maybe that's where they were. Who knows? I yeah. guess that makes sense. I mean, where yeah. else would it be? But then, so there's a standoff between Morgan and Carol with Merritt Weaver and the wolf. Yeah. And Morgan's basically like, you're not going to kill me. And she, Carol's like, I will kill you to kill him because mm, I don't want to see she anybody would. else die. And she would. She would. Yeah. She'd do it. We all know she would. It's been made clear yeah. over and over that she will do what she has to do. And, you know, Morgan will just be a casualty of war kind of thing. But she can't. I don't know damage. if she can take. Well, she couldn't take Morgan because he takes her down. He takes her down. But it was they definitely had a skirmish. Yeah. And uh, Morgan hit the knife out of her hand with his stick with the bow staff which then, would really fuck your hand up for real yeah. like if it just made contact with the knife okay but if he really smacked that hand it would like break your finger you right know, fracture your wrist or something like and then he like, like what does he do to her he's what's that expression you use what he picks her up and he oh he sort of suplexed yeah her. he suplexed her he gave her like some sort of yeah just sort of messy throw to the ground because she passes out and she gets knocked out on the ground and then the wolf, the wolf gets up and takes his staff and smacks at Morgan about and him, he's and they're knocked, both knocked out. out. They're both knocked out. And you're and you're watching this going, "What the fuck, Morgan? Are you seriously this guy?" And the guy's going, "You should kill me." Yeah, and he he's said like, that. I mean, like, he's no. like this nasty looking. The, Chris Hardwick made the comment that he looked like a Nirvana era Dave Grohl. He kind of does. He does kind of look kinda, like it, except with like yellow teeth. And yeah, sunken but he's kind of scary looking, yeah, and he looks. He, like looks, a he definitely looks like a Seattle grunge rocker in the 1991. And it's like, you're like, why are you going to save this guy? I'm sorry, why? And why sorry, would you why? risk both of your guys' lives to save Every, his All life? three of their lives yeah, in that room. Yeah, he could kill all three, especially once you're both knocked out. Yeah. And she's like, don't kill us, just let us die. Because he basically knocks him out, then he gets the knife and he cuts off, cuts out his, uh, you know, restraints. He's just tied up with rope, mm-hmm. the guy. And then she, Mary, but he's injured, like pleading. Yeah, he's still he's injured. He's got a really bad. I mean, they show it's on his care. like. But I'm surprised he was able to get up and do what he did. Well, because she mended his wound, but you're right. Did she? Yeah, remember she she totally uh, cleans his wound out because that's they have that little heart to heart. Yeah, she's like, let me see your wound. It's all pussy and stuff. And then she goes and she sort of bandages him up, mends his wound. Yeah, which is again, it's like why are you wasting are you supplies this? on him? You know, he'll kill you, he'll kill all you. But then yeah. he doesn't. But then she pleads, like, you don't have to kill us. Just let them kill us. Let the walkers take us. But that's when Tara and uh, Rosita, Rosita come in and pull a gun on him. Yeah. And then, and he, he's like, like says, give weapons. me your gun. Because she's got Merritt Weaver and he's, like, by the n- throat with a knife. Yeah. And they just toss him over They're very like, okay, quickly. Like, I was kind of surprised at how quickly they tossed over those guns. Yeah, you think someone could take that shot, you know? Rick would have taken the shot. He could have taken the shot, yeah. for sure. He has the aim and he has the, like... I mean, it to be, I mean, well, I was just going to say her life should be, could have been sacrificed to get rid of that guy, but she is the town doctor, so they kind of need her. But yeah. I feel like someone could have tried to take that shot. 
Yeah, for sure. There's already there's two guns on the guy, you know. And then he yeah. goes and he picks up the guns. And he's like, now I have guns too. Yeah. But he goes and he uh, takes Merritt Weaver, but he just leaves. He does not kill anyone. Yeah. Any of them. And he goes out into the street with all the walkers yep. and Merritt Weaver. And they're like, you're going to die out there. He's like, maybe. I yeah, will. maybe. So we don't know. So that's a hang left hanging. Super left hang. And then we go like back. <laughs> we go <laughs> What the fuck? We go back to uh, Rick and the gang and... They've. He basically is determined. He has to kill a couple walkers, and like season one, and, gut him. Three and like they've done this twice. Now. Yeah, gut him and, and wear him, and yeah, put <laughs> the sheets over each other, and that old gag. That's the only way they're going to get out. I know. And they do. I mean, they literally put a poncho over Judith with all the guts over underneath her, Carl. Underneath Carl. I was her. like, what are they going to do with her when she cries? That's and, the other thing. Yeah. Realistically. She would cry. She'd probably be freaked out. Yeah, cry. unless they drugged her. <laughs> I could drug her. Maybe some they bourbon have on the to. gums. Yeah. Kind of but uh, Sam, the kid of Rick's girlfriend, is a freaking out. And I mean, he opens the whole episode of him sitting, Up eating like room. a sandwich or something. He's like, oh, he doesn't leave his room. He's scared of the world. He's scared. And he has this fucking record player. Playing, what Play, was it, Little Tony yeah, or Little No, Tiny, Tiny Tim, Tim. Tiptoe yeah. Through the Tulips. It's over like and that over. crazy song. I mean, if you know, it's like such a weird song, the sound of it. Mm-hmm. It's like, and it's like it's loud. It's like an old 20s song or 90s. No, it's a 60s song. It's a 60s yeah. song? No. Yeah, Tiny Tim, it's 60s. That's 60s? Yeah. It sounds so much older. It does, but it's like, it's it was from the 60s, oh, okay. yeah. But yeah, and it's just like on a record play. And the, the song's playing like the whole time they're upstairs, like when they're preparing to leave with the, in like this, in the background. Like, why is that music not been turned off? Yeah. And why is it still playing in the background for this, the whole episode? It's just playing it's, from the, uh, annoying as fuck yeah it's quite annoying and it, it it so he's already really freaked out we should say after after they chop him up and smear it on the sheets and they're the all walkers. ready to go the walkers and they're covered in walker guts and they just and i thought they were going to go out the window or yeah. the roof or some fucking jump you know i guess they couldn't jump with judas but no. they literally just walk straight through the living room yeah where it's like 50 walkers on top of them and they're just holding hands and they walk out the front door and I just feel like, I don't know, no, man. I feel I've like that's a bullshit on that. That's a huge stretch. Because like, I feel like they would have had to cover their neck and their yeah, hair. Yeah, they and had a lot faces, of exposed skin. Lots of exposed skin. And like, they're right. Like, in the first season, they're walking up the middle of an empty street with walkers in between cars and, uh-huh. and in, in uh, storefronts. Oh, right, right. It's a you know, wide open space, you know, so you can completely you different you buy it a, a little bit more and that's right. what happened in the comic pretty much until it started raining and then that's supposed to wash away the walker guts but this they're literally it's like way like a fucking black friday line where yeah. it's like they're li- on top of each other and just sort of like just don't breathe they're like don't yeah. fart like hey zombies well, don't fart they also fr- <laughs> <laughs> they might they might they fur they first walk past the they they push past the uh sofa that's yeah. blocking and they walk to past this one and he kind of smells at them and it's like nothing they i mean that just seemed ridiculous to me yeah it doesn't seem realistic it didn't seem realistic I feel like if it's right there they would still smell like human flesh or yeah live of course flesh. they would they were literally right next to them and so they're walking outside and then all of a sudden the stupid kid sam starts going mom Mom, Mommy, and you're like, oh. Mama, Mom, <laughs> Mommy, Mom, what? Mama, Mom, Mom, Mommy, Mama, Mom, Mama. Yeah, like that, Stewie. Um, Just like that. Yeah. No, and you know that. You know what that means is going to happen. They're going to get found out by the walkers, and the someone's dying. Mm, yeah. I mean, in the comic, there are some casualties in that in that moment right. when they exit. But uh, but I, the only casualty of this wa- episode was Diana. But we we did leave out the end of episode button where Abraham and Daryl and Sasha. Are yes, there's like a truck. tag at the end. It's kind of like an end credit scene uh, where they're in their truck and they see a biker gang in the middle um, of the road. Yeah, it's like a oh, biker gang road. in the apocalypse. Yeah, they and look like claimers. They, look they like did the look gang. like that's the first thing that came into my head. Yeah. It's like we have the claim group on our hands, and they get they tell basically say if you don't get out of the truck, we're gonna gut you and shoot you. Gun you down yeah. basically just chop you up they i don't know a, why why couldn't they have just driven over them they probably could have 
I mean, I mean they're in a big truck, a and those guys are—they could have like hit mowed down. Well, because the car was still running, it's not like they came up on him while the car, the engine was off. No, they just slowed down. They could have. I would have technically, if you would have seen a group like that in the middle of the road on bikes, and if just you could keep going just or speed, speed up, up. Yeah. yeah, speed up and just drive right through them. But like they, they might have in, started shooting at. So them. what? You just duck down. I mean, think yeah. about the action movies take that liberty of like, oh, they a so, million. So they shot through the fucking windshield, and then you kick it out, and you keep yeah. driving. You know, fuck that. You know, especially if there's like a long enough stretch of road when you're like, I can see you and uh, you better get out of the fucking road. I'm, I'm not in a Pinto. You right. know what I mean? I'm not in a, a freaking But Prius. I mean, maybe that truck didn't drive very fast. Again. Yeah. Uh, what's not very fast? 70 miles an hour? Yeah, yeah. 65 good point, miles an hour? Point. Yeah, like they could have just mowed, they should have just mowed them down. I mean, it would have been more realistic if they had like a couple pickup trucks wedged in to in, in between the road and they kind of had to stop. Right. Like a roadblock. Yeah, because there was really no roadblock. It's just motorcycles. But maybe that's part of the, they're, they're trying to give people the benefit of the. I don't know. Who's I mean, what like the I don't know. Time. It was they should have just kept going. Yeah, it just killed them. I all. feel like if Rick had been in the car, he would have said, I "Speed feel like up." Abraham would have said that. I feel like normal the Abraham we know that'll hop out of a moving car yeah. to kill zombies would be like, "Fuck that shit." Speed Pedal up to the metal. Keep going. Yeah, Daryl too. I feel like only a Morgan at this point or somebody like that would be like, "Oh, we better do what they say." I don't want anyone to die. Yeah, yeah, that's some bullshit. Kind of that was some bullshit. And but so then he's telling them none of your stuff is yours anymore. And Sasha's like, why? Whose is it? And he's like, it all belongs to Negan. Yeah, Negan. I always thought it was Negan, but it's because I only ever read it. I've never yeah. actually like heard it said. So I've been saying it wrong this whole time. So it's, it's actually Negan. Negan, which to me doesn't sound as cool as Negan. True, but that's just it doesn't. My Negan sort of sounds. And like we know Negan me. is going to be uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. We talked about that uh, when we yeah. thought his name was Negan. So we should. So he'll probably be in the next half season. He's gonna. Ha- I'm guessing he is. They're Midway really through. speeding up that casting on to filming though, because they just announced it a couple weeks ago. Well, yeah, I'm sure they've started filming. Yeah. I mean, he may not be in it till the end of the season though, just because yeah, they meet yeah, up yeah. with him. The doesn't way the mean show's anything. Paced, yeah. yeah, it doesn't mean shit. He might not be until the last episode <laughs> of this season. Yeah. So I mean. What, did we miss anything? I mean... I don't know. Any, like, little things? Maggie's stuck. Glenn sees Maggie, so he knows she's still alive. She sees He's the balloons still. Alive. still balloons. They do a shot of the balloons. Negan and Negan. I kind of was a little bit Megan like, meh. Negan and Megan and Fegan and Fagan and Megan <laughs> and Megan. <laughs> I is- was a little frustrated by this episode. I wasn't... I, I don't know. I, I didn't kind of feel like oh my god this is awesome this is awesome oh deanna went out shooting that's kind of cool she did go out shooting she was gonna take her own life with the little gun and said she like opened the door and like blasted a few of them and took Which their heads means off. she's gonna be before mm-hmm. she turns she's gonna get eaten i just so jump out the window brave. if i'm already bitten i'd be like this would be cool be like a bollywood stuntman just jump out the window <laughs> bollywood stuntman yeah man would you be dancing and singing too hey. <laughs> yeah probably shit that's awesome what are you playing uh yeah so that's that's that that is that i guess that's that well let's uh let's preview some of the december movies coming up here uh we've got the next set of releases uh in the heart of the sea boo I don't know it's ron howard yeah. chris hemsworth it's kind of the yeah. the story that inspired moby dick you like moby dick i don't care <laughs> all right i don't know that movie all it's right. like, it seems to you like those movies are like schmaltzy like rush rush i never saw rush rush was pretty good uh, <laughs> you never even saw the movie i didn't want to see it it's like this does it's a not... pretty good movie in Art of the Sea. All right. The so. Big Short, which I do want to see, starring Christian Bale and Steve Carell and Brad Pitt. And it's a movie kind of like about Wall Street fucking everybody or the real estate. I forget. Cool. Which, like, I love those movies. Yeah. I love those movies, too. It got a 91 cinema score so far, so we'll see. Um, there's an interesting movie that's got 100% right now on Rotten Tomatoes called The Dark Horse, which is starring... That usually just means it hasn't been reviewed. Uh, it has been reviewed, Nope. by the way. Um, it's starring Cliff Curtis, who is the lead of Fear the Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, it's, uh, it's a New Zealand cast, and it's about a, a real story of a real life um, based on the life of a, a chess player. What's his name? Johnny Mnemonic. 
Johnny Mnemonic. Where'd you pull that out of? That's an Johnny old reference. Johnny Mnemonic. Um, Genesis Pontini, a.k.a. Okay, moving I don't know. on. Moving on. <laughs> Don Verdeen, which Sam Rockville, Rockwell and Amy Ryan, that's the movie by the guys who did Napoleon Dynamite and... Um, Nacho Libre. Nacho Libre. Jared Hess. Yeah, Jared Hess. I love that. Uh... What else we got? Star Wars. We talked about that. Boo. There's another Alvin and the Chipmunks movie. Boo. Yeah, boo. Um, Sisters is the Tina Fey Amy Poehler movie. It looks kind of stupid. Boo. They already made that movie. It's they called already, Baby Mama. Yeah, I know. It's like, what are we What are we tuning in for? Maybe, I mean, maybe, I don't know. It could be really funny, but boo. There's another David O. Russell movie, Joy, boo. with Jennifer Lawrence, De Niro, Bradley Cooper, all the same people. Um, the Hateful Eight. Yeah, sure. That's coming out on That's a Christmas. Good Christmas movie. There's a lot of Christmas movies. There's actually several. There's the Joy movie, The Hateful Eight, Concussion about the NFL. Yeah, yeah. With Will Smith, Point Break, the remake, hmm. The Revenant with Leo. Yeah, I'll see that. And then this comedy with Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg called Daddy's Home, which looks kind of silly, and is the first time I've actually seen a trailer for it. Yeah, it was just like late. Well, yeah. I guess it's coming out at Christmas, so they have a month almost. But yeah, it's a little late. There's billboards up over in Melrose and stuff. But I just saw it out of nowhere. Like, what's this? Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell are trying to cash in again. Yeah, they're I trying mean, to cash they're in. They're trying to cash in. Well, well, the other guys was really good. I really like that movie. Yeah, you always say that. It's very funny. But uh, I don't this know. Looks this looks kind of dumb. It looks like, what, what's it? Kicking and Screaming, the Will Ferrell movie? Oh, that dumb movie. Yeah, where it's like a kid's movie kids with Will Ferrell. Kids soccer. Camp, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's like fuck shit one other notable before the end of the year on december 31st crouching tiger hidden dragon the the sequel comes out yeah that's yeah cool that is a netflix Netflix original but Mm -hmm. it's actually gonna get a theatrical release too oh shit i think they're doing it on that date so they can make it an oscar contender well that's what they did with beast and no nation they released limited in theaters so they can get an oscar nomination and it should and it it probably will yeah it has all of the right fixins for an Oscar nomination. Yeah. For actor and picture. So, uh, yeah, I'd say this is uh, a wrap on this one. And then Legends out, but it got bad reviews, so now I don't want to see it with Tom Hardy, I, where he plays yeah, the twins. Yeah, I don't know. Is it like you don't want to see it in the theaters? Or do yeah. you not want to see it? I, don't, I, want, I still want to see it. Because there's always that qualification these days. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't want to go see that in theaters. But I will go see it when it's streaming or it's free. And Netflix is free. Yeah, yeah. sure. Redbox. You, yeah, what any one of those, you know. But yeah, it's weird. A movie really has to kind of be worth my while to just go to the theaters now. Yeah, we didn't go see one this weekend. We were going to see, we were going to go and see Legend, but yeah. it got cock reviews. It, and that's unfortunate. Because, I mean, I... I would like to see it for Hardy's performance. I think it looks cool, but I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, I haven't really read the reviews. I think you told me that it got bad reviews. It did get kind of, it got mediocre reviews. Mediocre reviews. It got, it basically, they hailed his performance, but it didn't, like the film itself wasn't. I mean, I like that era of like British English yeah. crime, you know? Yeah. I like that theme. But, um, I mean, there's lots of those. Gangster number one. Yeah, what did we just watch streaming that was kind of a snooze fest? The Man from Uncle, which was another bomb this summer, by the way. Yeah, that was a summer bomb. You know, Guy Ritchie directed it, and we saw it because we were kind of like, okay, Guy Ritchie directed it. Now you can watch it for four bucks. Right. Yeah, sure, I'll watch it for four bucks. And it's Henry Cavill and Army Hammer. Who are good and try their hardest. And give it. And Henry Cavill's a pro. He plays an American. And Army Hammer plays a Russian. Yeah. And one's British and the other's American in real life. It's very funny how they did that. And they cast this Russian guy and he played a Chinese guy. I know, it was really weird. No, that didn't happen. I know. <laughs> There's no Russian guy to play the Chinese guy. <laughs> but it was so it was kind of boring. I say I said it like it never had my full attention. No. From the beginning, it's from when it started to the end. I was only like half invested the whole time. But then there's a bunch of it, not just elements of it that are fucking cool and sexy and like bondish. Yeah. Bondage, bondage. 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 Well, the choreography. There's a, cool, there's a lot of cool bondage. Yeah, there's, there's a lots lot of, of bondage. whipping and chains and no. gags and pokers. Yeah, I mean, it just. 
it looks didn't cool, quite, though. It looks cool. It didn't quite have it with the story. And also, it's a, like, who wants to reboot The Man from Uncle? Nobody's heard of that today, you know? No one had ever heard of it. It's like a TV show from the 60s. Right. Like, and it's an American show, right? It was an American TV show. It was show. an American TV show, yeah. And then they set it up like there's going to be a sequel. Which it, there won't because it didn't make enough money. Yeah. Well, did you hear that Fox scrapped the Fantastic Four sequel officially? <gasps> Really? Yeah, I think so. Which is a shame. No, I didn't hear that. We actually reviewed that film favorably. It was dogged by dogged everybody. By everyone. It was everyone and their mom was just like, "Fuck that." And movie. I feel like part of that was people who didn't even see it. So by that, by was, those terms, we should probably go see it Legend. Didn't make, it didn't make any money. Nobody saw it. And everyone dogged it. But it was actually a good film. I think it's a fun film. It's a fun film. I still like it. I yeah. like it because it's not that cookie cutter superhero movie. Even if it's not the best superhero movie, at least it's not that Disney Marvel cookie cutter bullshit. I know. Speaking of which, they just showed this uh, Civil War Civil trailer. War, and it looks like just an extended same version old of thing. same old shit, man. Yeah, I'm over it. I know. And then I'll still go see it, and I'll be like, "Fuck that!" Uh, yeah, <laughs> you totally will. Yeah. Like, God damn it! Damn it! I just keep it. Just means less and less each time I see one of these movies. Yeah. It's the same actors, and it's all shot the same way. It's all like the same color tone and same mm-hmm. color like correction, same visual effects, mm-hmm. same stupid scripts, like average script, you know. Yeah, and it, it's just, and it's just. I've said it a hundred times. It's just each movie looks is like a 120 minute advertisement for the next movie. Yeah, and that's what scares me about Star Wars. Uh, we don't need like ten new Star Wars movies. You no. Know? I feel like three is cool, but once Disney gets their freaking like claws into something, mm-hmm. they just milk it for all it's worth forever because yep. they, they, they're in the they business do. of making dreams for children right. and there's never going to be a... And money. Let's not forget. Well, of course money. <laughs> dingling. That's what I'm saying. Like, of course money because kids are like this endless well of dreams. Yeah. It's just not fair. It's like there's always going to be a new generation of kids that like, look, honey, this is something that I grew up with and now you will spend a lot of money for yourself as well every christmas and birthday yep it's horrible it is horrible absolutely horrible once you've like been around long enough too once like once you really see the trend and it's just this mm-hmm. endless grinder grinding out churning out fucking bullshit yeah for money, you know fuck yeah. that fuck Sounds- that Sounds a little bit like bitterness there. Bitterness in what though? Bitterness in like, yeah, bitterness in like, it's all a lie. Bitterness in yeah. all this shit's bullshit. No, also just like kind of like pissed off that they're not giving better quality things and not giving us stories that or are Or just give us less or... things. Yeah. What if there was yeah. no superhero movies for a year? Would well, the fucking world end? Well, but then we wouldn't end? see uh, Dawn of Justice, which we want to see. Yeah, so we'll wait till <laughs> next year. I'll wait a year. And just don't give us any of that shit for a year. You right, know what I mean? Right. Or like, don't give us, I don't know. Just what if we stopped entertainment for a day? Like no Access Hollywood, no yeah. fucking E! News, no movies, no TV, none of that shit for what, 24 hours. What if we stop social media too? Yeah, all that's of the that. counts. It's all entertainment. All, it all entertainment. Because I was thinking about this morning. I was just thinking about how there's so much noise, and you, I just sometimes so much you white just noise. you just kind of just want to go shh to everybody to the, whole, to the whole world. Yeah, you do to the whole mechanism. Yep. Like what would happen? Nothing. Nothing would happen, no. and we'd all be better for it. We would. Just 24 hours. No Kardashians. No, just nothing. No tweets. Mm-hmm. No Facebook posts or Instagram pictures. No, nothing. No repeats of Seinfeld. No, <laughs> you know, nothing, nothing. Nothing. No video games. 24 hours. The whole world. What That'd would be happen? Awesome. I'd be, yeah, it will never happen. That's the thing. No. I think that's what makes me angry is that that will never happen. Mm-hmm. I'll be long dead. The world goes on. It's just like this endless grind of Hollywood white noise. Yeah. It's depressing. True. Wow. On that note, uh, happy holidays to you. Happy holidays. <laughs> well, that's it for us there, folks. Uh, we will be back next week with more stuff to talk about and some movie reviews. I fart in your general direction. <laughs> All right. See ya. See you later, jerks. See you later, jerks.